0: On demand. On demand, here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Oh, are you still mad? You Want an apology? Sorry. Or is yours long overdue?
1: Forgive and forget with Kramer and Jess.
2: If someone used this word to describe your mother, would you ever be able to get over it? Mm-hmm. It's Friday. It's time for Forgive and Forget.
3: Listeners, reach out to Kramer and myself um, when they want to give an apology or demand an apology. And Vicky wants an apology from her boyfriend.
2: Hey, Vicky from Glen Burnie. Good morning. How are you? Good. So
1: what's what's happening? So I want my boyfriend to apologize for calling my mom a bitch. (gasps) Wow. Okay. Excuse me?
2: Wow. Um... All right. Well, when? Why? How? I guess we we when? I
3: mean, absolutely. What happened? (laughs) So it happened on
1: Thanksgiving. This was actually he was going to come to our family Thanksgiving, um, and it was going to be the first time he was actually going to meet my family. So it was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um. And the dinner itself, I thought was fine. So when we were driving home in the car, he was like, I asked him what he thought about my mom, and he was like. Well, I can see why you guys might not get along. And I was like, how? Like, why? What did you see? Yeah. And he said, well, I see how she's the bitch. Wow. Oh, no. So I was pretty quiet at first because I was so taken aback. Yeah. Um and wow. he proceeded to then talk trash about the rest of my family and talk about how the rest of my family was really annoying.
3: No. So
2: how are things between you guys? Mm-hmm. that's a, that's Yeah, that's I would be terrible. Compl- I like would imagine. be beside myself, Any of us, right?
1: So I was, like, devastated when he said those things. Mm-hmm. And so since I, things have been kind of weird and a little bit awkward um, and we haven't really talked much, um, I know that in general he has, like, a hard time opening up. So I thought that maybe if we all, all of us, talk about it together, that, like, maybe this could, could help.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, did-
1: I just—I don't think he realizes that he crossed. The
2: line,
3: mm. yeah, no, that's something you're not allowed to say.
2: Is this to you like are we at are we at deal breaker status? Because before we call him, I need to make sure that we're all on the same page. Because obviously, yes, if if someone calls your mother the B word, I do believe that you have a re a, a very valid reason to get an apology for that, possibly for your mother as well. Yeah. But she doesn't know that, right? She doesn't know that he said that because that's no, no, okay.
3: And
2: I okay. would never tell ta- my yeah, my no, 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 yeah absolutely her. not. <laughs> no.
3: You'd
2: never have a chance. So, uh, but like, it, are, are we at deal? break your status at this point? I don't know. I I, I mean, I would say me. so, right?
1: If he can apologize properly, then we're fine. Okay. But if he can't,
3: that's when I need to reevaluate. I okay. mean, I would
2: say so, right?
3: So I it's mean, really based on his reaction to you as well. Yeah, yeah.
2: Is he typically a hothead? Like, is this like him to, like, pop off like that?
1: No, not at all. That's what... And, like, he doesn't normally talk like that either. So I, that's why it was just so confusing.
2: Well, you know what's so weird about this is because he, I don't think he knows this is coming at all. Yeah. You know, when we set him up to do this, because everyone that comes on this segment, we don't surprise them. No one gets surprised. No,
3: everyone has to agree.
2: Everyone has to agree to come on this. And so he's, he's I was like, is there anybody that thinks, you know, that, uh, that- you may owe an apology to and he literally seems oblivious so with forgive and forget how this works is we uh, we'll get him on he's agreed to come on we're gonna get him on in just a couple of seconds um, I'm gonna play two songs and we'll come back and like yes obviously freaking apologize yeah before this thing has to go south but it's so just so we're clear you guys haven't had a conversation about this since he no, said
1: I no, I had hoped that he would apologize, for bring, bring it up. It up. Mm-hmm. He would say something, okay? And he hasn't said anything about it, which also has been a bummer
2: and a red yeah. flag. I get it. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's play two songs. Come back, and we'll see. Uh, we'll get them on, and, and we'll do forgive and forget next. Hey, Noah. Yes. Uh, no, no idea. Literally, you, you, you no racked your on brain. Your mind. No, no, nobody comes to mind of, of somebody you could have upset recently.
0: I, I mean, honestly, no. I, I mean, obviously, if I did something wrong, then I, I want to know about it. Yeah. And I want to be able to own up to it. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Well, the person that wants an apology from you today is actually your girlfriend. Vicky. Hi. Uh, do you want to explain to him why we're doing this segment with him today?
1: I, I need an apology from you for calling my mom a bitch. What? After Thanksgiving, when we were driving home in the car, you said some really nasty things about my family.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's what she was explaining to us, that you guys, the first time you'd ever met her family, and that you called her mom the B-word.
0: I'm super confused, though. I never said that. I said that she was being bitchy to you, but that's because you say that about her all the time.
2: So you never, you never actually called her mom the B word.
0: No, I was agreeing with what she was saying.
2: She's always talking all this trash. What do you mean? So what does that mean?
0: She's always talking about how her mother doesn't support her and how she doesn't treat her right.
1: Yes, but I'm allowed to. It's my family. But he's not allowed to say those things. He's supposed to just love my family and get along with them, and that's how that's supposed to be.
2: Wait, can we, can we clarify for a second that he didn't actually say? I need, a, I, I need clarity on yeah. this. Did he actually say that your mother is the B word or that she acts B-E, if you will? I, I don't really remember. I heard one and the same. But you admit that you say these, things, these, sim- these same things about your mom... Yes, I have said these things. Sure. But I wasn't
3: saying it in that moment so he he said it on his own. But he was just he was just like agreeing with you to a point that you, I'm assuming, probably make to him all the time if you're venting about your family to him all the time.
1: I said, What did you think of my mom
0: and that's what he said. No, because you're always saying how like She doesn't, you know, like she didn't support you when you went to nursing school and how she's always like, you know, kind of subtly putting you down. And I wasn't trying to be a supportive boyfriend. I was just agreeing with you like, yeah, totally. Like she can be kind of that way.
1: That's also why things have been so awkward between us this past week. Like that's why I wasn't coming over.
0: I just thought you were working. I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, hang on. Okay, no, it, it is true.
2: You're allowed to say things about your family that other people aren't allowed to say. Yes, I agree. Yes. Right? But do you think you should give an apology because you said that about her mom? I, I
0: mean, I was just agreeing with what she was saying. So if, if I had said, like, no, she's really nice, then she would have gotten mad at me.
3: I mean, no. I don't think you're wrong there. Yeah,
2: but Jess, do you think apology is owed here? Honestly, Put yourself in your shoes with the Garage Boy. Yeah, I'm sure you say things about, about about your family from time to time. Right now, if Garage Boy said the same thing, yeah. would you feel a certain kind of way about it?
3: I think maybe you know, Vicky, if you want an apology from Noah for maybe offending you, okay, but like, I don't think like how if you have filled his head with all of these thoughts, obviously he's going to go into the cons- the situation, you know, being defensive for you and wanting to be protective of you if this is all that you said to him about your family.
1: He's, he was not validating my feelings. He was hurting my feelings.
2: Alright, eight three one zero six five. Do we think an apology is owed? And then Noah, if we get enough people to say yes, will you, are you willing to give her an apology for this? Yeah. Haley from Towson, you're going to get the first vote today. Does, does, does he owe her an apology?
1: I do not think so. And why? Because I feel like even if he would have said that her mom was great, she still would have been upset
3: because mm. your boyfriend's supposed to be in your corner no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Clearly. That's what I thought he yeah. was doing, to be honest. Yeah,
2: I get that for sure. Okay, thank you for calling us. You're welcome. It's one vote for no apology. Hey, Shelley from Bell Camp. Good morning. Good morning. Does he owe her an apology?
0: Absolutely not. Explain. I think he needs to find a new girlfriend. If he can't speak <laughs> up and say... Hey, what you said hurt my feelings. Sounds like oh, there's a little bit too much drama in this relationship, mm. and he needs
2: to go the other way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. 410-583-1065. Yo, Darren, I'm going to give you the, uh, I'm going to give Darren the flight attendant mm-hmm. is your is your code name here. Um, six o'clock club. Six o'clock clever. Uh, you're going to get a final vote. Does he uh, Does he owe her an apology?
0: No, he does not. Uh, if all he's heard from her in the past is how B.E. her mom has been and things like that, then in that moment, he was just agreeing with what she had already, like Jeff said, filled his head with. Yeah. Maybe in that moment, her feelings were hurt, which I understand. But, I you know, it, overall, in general, I don't think he owes her an apology at all.
2: Well, guys, I mean, uh, uh, it looks like uh, most people are saying no apology is actually owed here.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I just, I don't really want to do this anymore, man. I just, I don't just, I'm over this. I just, any of this, man, this is too much.
2: Don't want to do the segment or don't want to do the relationship? Sorry. You there?
1: On, you're you're breaking up with me on the radio. I think he hung
2: up. Uh, he's not there anymore. He dropped. Yeah.
1: Uh... Well, this is the exact opposite of what I wanted to happen.
0: I'm
3: I'm sorry, we, Vicky. I don't,
0: I don't, just, even, I don't, I don't know, know where to, to go. Say. I don't know where to go.
2: I think the best thing to do here is for you to call, text him. Yeah, text him. And just say, "Hey, listen, can we talk?" And then figure it out because
3: right. he I just be texting
2: me saying that. No, I, no, just, no, no, I just know. I just kind of feel like no. he
3: felt attacked, and he you kind of twisted his words and kind of made I, him out to seem like something that he wasn't. It's honestly, not
2: good.
1: he should and
3: he should not be breaking up with me. He's the one who was at,
1: at fault.
2: Uh, hey, Vicky, hang on one second. So we had to let Vicky go. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts. In, in case you're just tuning in, by the way, we're, we we just ended a, a forgive and forget. Um, when well. it
3: comes to stuff like that, I, I think that it's okay if you're offended. It'd be one thing if, like, I mean, if she just would have communicated that. But you also can't twist somebody's words. You can't expect someone to read your mind. And I think it was a little messed up and hypocritical to say all of these things. And then when your partner is just trying to, like, agree with you. And then you basically want to deflect your anger. Yeah. An animosity against your own family, against someone that's just really just trying to, you know.
2: Honestly, can I tell you for the first time in my almost twenty years of doing radio, I've never felt like manipulated before.
3: I know that was almost feel
2: like we just we
3: didn't have all the information at first. Yeah, definitely.
2: So we were coming in being like, yeah, because apparently she said that he called her mom the b word in
3: the beginning. Of and course. We're like, yeah,
2: obviously we'll link you guys up and we'll try to figure it out. I don't know what he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't.
3: I hope for the best. I wouldn't.
2: But what's the best here?
3: I just wish them both well.
2: I hope he runs, man. That was wild.
3: Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on
2: Mix 106.5. What you want from us? Yeah. It's Friday's show, baby. What's going on? We did it. We did it. No more sleeps. Mm -hmm. This is it. 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock this afternoon, whenever you're checking out. Some of you... Maybe driving home from your last shift. Yes. For the week. That's cool. Welcome, 6 o'clock club. Let's get this thing going. We uh, we call this a 6 o'clock club. This is anybody that's awake here in Maryland. If you'll just text us, then we'll give you a shout-out. 410-583-1065.
3: Lori, good morning. Canton and Canton Karen. Darren the Flight attendant is here. Jim at USCG. Uh, who else is up with us? Shelly from The Rising Sun. Sarah and Stu. Beautiful Beverly. Jess and Aberdeen. Kenny from PA. Jess R from Westminster. Kathy in Parkville. Stephanie Lynn. LG, the sassy scientist. Johnny E. Good morning. Good. Delightful Debbie. Chuck E. Our Kinder Care Ladies, Karen and Amber. Happy Purple Friday. Yeah, Melinda yeah. and Aberdeen. Terrence. Jeep Girl is here. Lisa. Faith. In Violetville, Mr. W. Adrian. Good morning, Annabelle and her mama in Havertown, Grace. Hopedope is here. Carter, the truck driver. Anthony, Jess, the bus driver. Kay Callaway, our lift driver in Baltimore. Joey, good morning. Uh, Michelle in Annapolis. Hello, W.B. from Glen Burnie. Becky, the nurse. Darlene and Brenda, the ride chair driver. Happy Friday. Yeah,
2: man. Everybody's up. Everybody's up. 410-583-1065. You want to text us, and we'll. Uh give you a shout-out. I want to say this before we go. Uh, By go, I mean, you got four hours with us before we start the show. Is like, we're so freaking appreciative of you. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like there's any other time we can really talk about this. Yeah. But we got some good ratings yesterday for the very first time. We
3: found out really good news about our show yesterday. And I was like,
2: I don't know. We first got here, we felt like only the six o'clock club like had our back, you know. It felt like that, you know. And that, and at that time, it was like one person. It was like one. It's like it was like six of y'all. Yeah. And like you're still here today as this show continues to grow, and like, not even talking about just business wise, but no. like just as people and
3: giving us a chance and being kind
2: that you like stuck it out because I'm I'm sure it was awkward at first. It had to have been
3: during one of the hardest times yeah. that we've ever experienced. I feel like in our lifetime really with like the pandemic and like on top of that being somewhere new and not knowing anybody so. You were really all we had.
2: Yeah, just got a lot of gratitude for you. So thanks a lot. Yeah. Gonna put on a good Friday show for you. We'll start with the Baltimore Top Three here in just a couple seconds with Jess. It Mix
0: 1065. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation.
3: The Baltimore Top Three is brought to you by my friends over at Wellwood Family Dentistry in Pikesville. Number three. Barks is seeking public donations for its nearly depleted Frankie fund, um, which pays for emergency care for more than 800 animals who need treatment each year. In the last 30 days, the fund has run low mm. because 72 animals have required emergency medical care. And that became even greater recently as the shelter took in a dog that was hit by a car in Gwynn Oak over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Her name is Lydia, and luckily they were able to locate her family. But unfortunately, they can't afford to foot the bill for her reconstructive surgery. So donations would not only help Lydia, but also help hundreds of other pets at Barks that they look after each year. So to learn more, to make a donation to the Frankie Fund, you can get all that info at Barks.com.
2: If there's anyone that can do it, it's the Six O'Clock Club. Mm-hmm. Like we said, they the, said be the best people listening listen to the radio. Yeah. So please consider that because it is really important. They don't, they try not to turn any animal away. So it's only happening though because people here in Maryland actually donate. So Absolutely. Barks.org.
0: Number
3: two, Lisa Frank is known for all kinds of nostalgic products, including binders and stickers with unicorns and dolphins and everything. And now the company has teamed up with Pillsbury to introduce Lisa Frank ready to bake unicorn sugar cookie dough. It's a limited edition product that arrives in a box decorated and all the cuteness that's classic of Lisa Frank filled with 20 pre-cut round cookies with pink unicorn printed on each one and then surrounded by a bunch of stars. And there's no official date for the release. So just make sure you keep looking out. For them when you're at the grocery store, also Pillsbury has released a new candy cane flavored sugar cookie dough. First time they've ever released this flavor, and this will be already at stores throughout the holiday season.
2: Hey, shout out Lisa Frank though!
3: Oh my god, you know, like I had everything! Yeah,
2: and like, think about it, it was just like little notebooks and stickers and things like that. But, but it was like, more
3: than that, it was,
2: <laughs> it was more, <laughs> it was just his whole it childhood. Made, it
3: made going to school worth it now in me. a
2: cookie form. Number one.
3: Seth Rogen was in the front row at Adele's recent one-night-only concert special on CBS hosted by Oprah, but he had no idea that they were filming a special so he and his wife smoked a bunch of weed and got super high before the show. Take a we listen. We smoked
0: a ton of weed um, and we're like, we're just going to go and enjoy this lovely Adele concert. Yeah. And they give us our tickets and our seat numbers literally are 1A and 1B and we're literally, we're in the front row. We're in front row center. We're as close as you could fathomably be. I sit down, there's like a camera, literally just like pointed at my face. Um do, do, and- you no, know Adele? No, I don't know Adele. Why did that Why did you do that? What?
3: So listen, when he got invited, he just thought it was going to be a private intimate show, and then he was even more uncomfortable not only to realize he was in the front row, but he was sitting in front of Drake, Ellen DeGeneres, and Chris Jenner the entire show.
2: <laughs> You've been high at the wrong time.
3: No, the reason why this was so funny to me is because when I was watching the special, I was like are Adele and Seth Rogen like best friends? It like, seems why like is random, he seems like random, right? Yeah, it was so funny to me.
2: One time, I and I I didn't really smoke a lot, or like even I mostly took edibles for a couple of years, and like I decided to make it a, a plane trip from California to Atlanta to see my family more enjoyable or maybe more relaxing. I would take an edible, right? Yeah, it's not the right time. Really, it wasn't the right time for me. It it backfired on me, and oh. it gave me terrible anxiety. Oh no! And there's nothing worse than sitting there in a plane, super anxious, and you got nowhere to go and nothing to do but to be stuck in your thoughts. So do not recommend that.
3: This is Jess, and that was your top three. All right, let's go. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's a really big Purple Friday. Really big Purple Friday. Woo. Maybe one of the biggest Purple Fridays of the year, yeah, right? Yeah, honestly. Jess, Ravens, Steelers.
3: Ravens, Steelers. We're going to be at Pittsburgh uh, this Sunday at 425. And the Ravens flock line is our on-air pep rally. So if you are a Ravens fan, if you've got your purple on, we need you to call and just get the team pumped up. 855-866. Six six. <laughs> it's 866 six. Flock line. That's 866-FLOCK-LINE. Go and uh, please call now.
2: 866-FLOCK-LINE. We just need you to like, like, act like you're at the stadium friggin' cheering the boys on. Because what we do is we just take this radio station and just yeah. blast Purple Pride all over the state. So mm-hmm. if you're a Ravens fan, come on. 866-FLOCK-LINE. 866-FLOCK-LINE.
1: This is Becky from Middleborough Elementary School. And I'd like to say this. Touchdown
2: Ravens! Yes! Yeah. Good for this early in the morning. I Eight, love that. 866 flock line.
0: Hey, Baltimore, this is Rona from Fightsville. Cuckoo, cuckoo, purple and black all the way. We're gonna make those Steelers cry. Good luck, Ravens. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah
2: Yeah! If, if you despise the Steelers, We're and you going make them cry. You got a good reason to talk some trash. 866 flock line. Hi, uh, this is Quinn from
1: Baltimore. Go Ravens! Let's beat the Steelers! Let's take the division! Yep. We got this! Yep. Go
3: Ravens! Yes! There we go. Hi, my name's Austin, and I'm an inter counter player, and
1: I'm just really hyped for a game, so... Just go out
3: there winning win the a game like everyone else. Just
2: like everyone else. Just go out there favorite. and win a game I really,
3: like... I'm, listen, I'm really hyped for this game. And if you could just please... Just, just do just it. Don't let me down.
2: Be awesome. Thank you. 866-FLOCK-LINE. Hi, my name's
3: Kathy. I'm calling from Baltimore. And
1: we got some Dog Ravens fans here. So uh, all we have to do is say, touchdown, Ravens. What? Wait, what's that? <laughs> Ravens. What? Wait, hold on. Let's
2: go! Raven. Yes! Wow! That might be the coolest thing we've heard oh, in the flock that line was ever. So cool! Wow! All right, big game! Come on, eight six six flock line because we're doing this all morning long. We need your cheers, eight six six flock line. It's time for Friday
0: Friday.
2: Fridays don't feel the same without Friday Friday. Am I right? Am I right?
3: Am I right? My tears, am I right? <laughs> Nothing like a good old mental breakdown.
2: <laughs> You're new to Friday Friday. You should know that Jess is a very sensitive person. Yes. And instead of um, supporting her through her hard times, we had made a game out of it. <laughs> so that's kind of friend we are.
3: That's where I'm at, if you're wondering. (laughs) How does Friday Karate work, Jess? So I tell you three stories. Two of them are completely false. One of them is true, and you actually always win big because of my tears. And if you guess the correct story, you get tickets, two tickets, to Charm City Countdown, Baltimore's biggest New Year's Eve party, the 13th annual Charm City Countdown, benefiting caring communities and city fam and tickets include full open bar okay gourmet buffet okay specialty bars live entertainment and so much more oh my goodness
2: let's get into it so jess here we go three stories of potentially why she cried this week can you guess which one was the actual tears yeah here we go story number one
3: story number one so you know when you're just like super super tired that you just cry over anything it could be anything yes so That was me on Wednesday. I was barely hanging on, and I went to Fresh Market for the third day in a row to see if they have this salad dressing that I'm now addicted to, which I'm upset about in the first place. This is why I don't go to places like this, because they have just, like, special random things, Mm -hmm. and now I tried this salad dressing, and I'm obsessed, and when I went to the produce section, like, Joe would tell me that it was going to be there on Wednesday, and it wasn't, and here I am crying by the lettuce. Because I just wanted some Cindy's Kitchen Mexican Goddess salad dressing.
2: Isn't it true, though? Like, when you go to one of those specialty stores and you're like, whatever, I'll try this $13 bottle of dressing. I'm sure I'll hate it, but whatever. And you love it and you're like, oh, my God, now we got to pay $13 forever? I can't go back there. All right. That's story number one. Here's story number two.
3: Story number two: A friend betrayed me this week. Oh! A dear friend of mine, and that friend is Kramer.
2: No, no, don't this start. Man, this I swear to God, this if she, man if looks if me she in says, if she says, if she says friends, this
3: is Friday Friday about Jessica, <laughs> not about you, Kramer. I have the you floor. This man looks at me while I'm wearing my favorite Friends sweatshirt and tells me in the middle of a song during the show. <laughs> we have a rule that you cannot drop bombs on each other during the show or even before. It has to be after. And he tells me. That he's going to the Friends Experience this weekend. Two things that you might have forgotten. One, Kramer got me Friends Experience tickets for my birthday. No, I haven't gone yet because of like financial scheduling things. I haven't gone yet, but my plan was to go before the end of the year. Two, Kramer is literally the world's biggest Friends hater on the planet. And he's going to go. And I just felt so betrayed.
2: I swear to you, have you cried over that? I angry cried over that. This game will be canceled.
3: I had a mad look on my face and tears don't you cuss came down my. don't you cuss
2: you're being way too loose on Friday
3: <laughs> I was mad
2: alright story number three is this, the, is this the real reason why she cried
3: uh, so we just got back from Thanksgiving break and I spent my time in Stockton California with my family and it was so much fun and the minute we got into our apartment and I saw pictures of my family <sighs> I broke down
2: Yeah.
3: and garage boy had to scoop me up and I cried in his arms on the couch we cried together
2: what does that look like, by the way, when he scoops you up? Because you use that a lot in this game.
3: He goes, let's go to the couch. And I go, okay. And then we go. And then he, like, sit, like holds me in his lap, and then I cry. Okay.
2: That's what that means. Thank you. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> which one was a real cry this week? Get on the phone, 410-583-1065. If you can guess which one really made Jess cry. I swear to God, if it's the Friends experience... This game is never happening again. Who knows? I'll shut it down. I swear to you. Because of you. Call us. Let's play Friday, Friday. We going with Jess? Okay. uh, First caller was
3: Allie on line two in Whitehall.
2: Hello, Allie. Good morning.
3: Hello. Good morning.
2: Do you think it's story number one, number two, or number three? I think
3: it was story number one,
1: crying in the grocery
2: store. Now, why grocery store?
1: Because we've all been there.
2: We have. We have, it really is the worst feeling. Girl. When, like, you just, you want this one item, right? Where is it? Yeah.
3: I don't want the Chipotle ranch. I want the Mexican goddess. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, I didn't cry, but I was so upset. <laughs> like, I was just so upset that I went and that had to get, so like, a frappuccino annoying. to balance myself out because I was about to flip.
2: All right. Thank you for trying. Have a good weekend, okay? Thanks. See ya. All right. Who's next?
3: Uh, the second caller was uh Jessica. Online five in Timonium.
1: Okay,
2: Jessica, is it story number two or number three?
3: Good morning.
1: I'm going to go with two.
2: Why story two? Uh,
1: I would feel the same way if I was dedicated to a show or something and then somebody betrays me.
3: Do you see that? Because Jessica (laughs) just said (laughs) that. Do you understand? So now it's not just me. It's like, it's an understanding thing that you. Sorry, Kramer. Exactly. No, No, it's not a Jessica thing, it's a respect. Thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a little funny.
2: My God.
3: Jessica, I didn't have a breakdown, but I'm still upset we're, about it. But
2: it's about to be a breakdown. We're, <laughs> we, we're, we're actually in a fight
3: about it. And honestly, don't you? you dare post anything on post your social media. I post, will unfollow I'm you and post. block you.
2: Just thank, uh, Jessica, thank you for calling. All right, that leaves us one choice. Who's uh, next?
3: Brandy and Glenn Bernie.
2: Brandy, you only got one option. What's the cry of the week? Story number three. Story number three, Jess. You get back from vacation. You know, you uh, your family's all in California. Was that the real cry this week? Yeah, that yeah. was the
3: that was the real cry yeah. this week.
2: And 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 Brandy, why why was that the assumption here?
3: I know how much she loves
1: her family, and whenever I leave my family after visiting them and get home, I break down too. Yeah, mm. it's
2: tough. It's super tough. Yeah. And by the way, if you're ever going to bet on a story, it's if it's about family, that's usually the way to go. But well played, very well played. How are you feeling now? A couple days back, Jess, you feeling a little bit better? I know the shock when you get back is always like a lot.
3: It's still rough. I think the first couple weeks is rough, but what makes it better is if you are, you know, considering doing something like this and you can't be by your family, just know that everything you do is for them. So yeah, you know what I, like I mean. I like that. I like that. So it's been okay. But, Brandy, you are going to Charm City Countdown, girl.
2: Awesome. I'm excited. Congratulations. Enjoy that. thank you for winning Friday Cry Day. If you enjoyed that game, then we'll come back.
0: Mix 106.5. It's Top 3 with Kramer and Jess.
3: Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. The Baltimore Top 3 is brought to you by my friends over at Wellwood Family Dentistry in Pikesville.
0: Sorry. Number three.
3: Last night, Alec Baldwin sat down with ABC's George Stephanopoulos for his first TV appearance since the the Rust set shooting that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins. And the actor was visibly emotional at several points during the interview, but noted that he didn't want to make himself look like the victim. But at the same time, he said he doesn't feel regret over the shooting because he's convinced that he is not responsible. Baldwin insists he didn't pull the trigger on the gun that fatally shot Hutchins. That claim is backed up by assistant director who instructed Baldwin from day one not to pull the trigger or even have his finger on it. Apparently, when Helena was directing Baldwin's placement of the gun for the scene, he had cocked the revolver, pulling the hammer back and then released it, and that's when the weapon discharged.
0: So I take the gun, and I start to cock the gun. I'm not going to pull the trigger. I I said, do you see that? She goes, well, just cheat it down and tilt it down a little bit like that. And I cock the gun. I go, can you see that? Can you see that? And then I let go of the hammer of the gun, and the gun goes off. As far as I'm concerned, someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. And this is the thing I hope that the sheriff's department doesn't give up on. Where did that bullet come from?
3: So, Baldwin says that when Hutchins fell to the ground, he actually thought that she fainted because he didn't even consider that she had been hit because he was under the impression that it was a cold gun and there weren't even oh. supposed to be, like, live rounds or bullets on the set period. So, he
2: was, according to him, saying, yes. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, like wasn't expecting it to happen, obviously. Right. Like it was a prop gun. Right. I just feel like he's just... <laughs> he's just the wrong... His cadence is like the wrong person to be like trying to be emotional.
3: Well, you know what I mean? There's a lot of mixed feelings online. Yeah. What, are they,
2: what are people saying? I mean, I think people, they're just kind of like, "What do you? Man? What do
3: you mean that he didn't pull the trigger? Like, how did the gun go off then? Whether or not like the gun was like that. That kind of speculation of him claiming like he's not responsible. Right. You know what that's, I mean? What
2: I don't like about this, he's like passing the buck. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I, even if that's the case. I don't feel like he's handling it right. Yeah. You know?
3: Number two. Maryland's newest holiday attraction is the new holiday light display at Coppermine Cascade Park in Hampstead. Uh, The event features a half-mile display of twinkling lights, trees, inflatable. You can see Santa there. And the Cascade lights will open on Friday, Saturday, and uh, Sunday nights. Right now, through December 23rd, the cost is 10 bucks per person for ages 13 and up, 5 bucks per person for ages 4 to 12, and then free for kids ages 3 and under. They're also going to have special events like Sip and Stroll, Pup Strut, Santa Letter Night. And for tickets and info, you can get all of that at GoCopperMine.com. Cool.
0: Number one.
3: Six years ago, a grandma in Arizona went viral for accidentally inviting a stranger to her Thanksgiving dinner. And now, that viral text message turned heartwarming holiday tradition is being adapted into a movie for Netflix. It's going to be called The Thanksgiving Text, and it'll retell the viral 2016 story when Wanda Dench thought she was texting her grandson about coming over for Thanksgiving, but she actually had the wrong number. But high school senior Jamal Hinton at the time happily accepted her invitation anyway, and he's attend- and he's And since then, he's attended at every single Thanksgiving dinner. The family said, quote, we are excited to share our story to the world. We hope it inspires more people to reach out and make connections that they wouldn't ordinarily make. And we are so blessed to find a genuine friendship brought together by God from a mistaken text. does it
2: the story alone almost sound like a made-up Hallmark movie? Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was almost like art imitating reality in the first place. I so. remember
3: the in 2016 when it happened, yeah. seeing that like the picture of them on Twitter, it was so cute, and the it's fact cool. that they've continued that tradition is really special. Yep. This is Jess, and that was your top three.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe
1: to get the show daily. And
0: if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
1: Here, Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore.
0: And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored, Uncensored. podcast at kramerandjess.com.